speaking truth. But the spirit was really mocking, hallelujah, the true and living God. And so the apostle Paul, on the anointing of the Holy Ghost, cast the spirit out of her, which comes to gain, which give her master great gain, like I read, which causes them to be put in prison by the authorities of that day, people of God. And in prison, hallelujah, they suffer severe beatings and, and and which and they were stalking in stalker, and they were cramped their arms and their legs in a mobile position, an immobile position. Know that the doubt of these stocks, people of God, as we know that they were fasting, they were the, the, the circulation was cut off, causes them to cramp and be in such a be in accessible pain, which more likely unbearable. The beating caused their backs to bleed profusely. As read the whole chapter, you would get the whole beating of what they went through. And so we could imagine people of God, the atmosphere, they were depressing. The atmosphere there was depressing for these men of God. And so you must understand they were in a dark damp, stench ridden, waste polluted dungeon. And was probably crawling with rocks and biting their feet. Yet in spite of their struggling pain in their body is God uh, this heart uh, and then this heartened atmosphere at midnight because sometimes uh, when you're on the road for God things happen uh, and so these men was put in prison uh, and so people of God uh, they begin to sing uh, in the midst of the degradation uh, in the midst of the hardship uh, in the midst of the crumping uh, they begin to pray and sing uh, and so now when it seems to these men uh, like all hope is gone uh, hallelujah and the darkest time is upon them they begin to worship I want you to know there is a season now in the church that God needs worship you don't need other people to aid you on to worship him you have to become a worshiper your very being has to be a worshiper you've got to carry that song of worship you must understand people of God it is a time that we are in the reason why the church is in lockdown we do not have a song. Oh, we just have the antics, but there's no song of power coming out. We need power to live in such a time as now. And in worship that will set the atmosphere for the glory of God to come. And so now we in churches where they got the time limit on worship. When you worship in two songs, one song and they think that can usher in the present. It's the presence of God that caused the power to lose. You must understand, people of God, the church is dying. We are dying and crumbling. We look immediately before the world. But I want you to know God is looking for that sound. Where is the sound? Oh God, you must understand. You've got to give him what is due him. And so in the darkest of time, hallelujah, Paul and Silas begin to worship. And I can hear the sound of worship going out in this dark dungeon and the prisoners were hearing them as they begin to worship it is worship and praise that we need that will shake the kingdom that will shake the demonic forces that will shake the devil from pursuing you but there is not enough worship in the kingdom of God giving praise hallelujah in this prison they begin to think 
And some of them, people must say, the promise the prisoners are sure, they begin to think uh, these people were crazy. Uh, but Paul and Silas uh, understand uh, the power of praise and worship. Uh, we do not understand uh, the power of praise and worship. Uh, we give God all kinds of gesture. We give him all kinds of silence. Uh, but we must understand uh, his prayer and worship uh, and it's going to bring out bring us through. What is worship? The dictionary defines worship of a feeling of expression or a reverence or an adoration for a deity. Worship, translate in the Bible, means to lay oneself before God. In the New Testament, the most common word for worship, translate in the original Greek as prosnokio, means that you will frustrate yourself before God. This is also a form of worship. But worship takes on many kinds of form when you begin to call on Jesus. Emotions begin to change. Your feelings in your body begin to change. Oh God, the problem in your life begin to shift because of your worship. Nobody else your worship. When we are in a congregation together, he needs your worship. It is your worship and her worship and her worship collide and cause the heavens to rain down upon us. The devil hates worship. And so this is why he's silencing you and I from worshiping God. You see, I was walking this morning and the Lord said, I said, why is the devil hate worship? He hates worship because you've got to remember he used to lead worship and so he lost his position. So he don't want you to do what he used to do. But he doesn't understand oh God that he has lost his place forever. But not you and I. We can even call on Jesus. Doesn't matter the position you're in. It is worship that is supposed to be established in such a time as now. Where is your worship? I am longing to see a congregation so full of power and worship where the people will get up and shout and act like mad people running all over this place calling on Jesus. Could you imagine what would happen? Healing and deliverance would take place immediately. We will see arms grow back but is in worship. We must set the atmosphere for worship. Oh my God. The most common word for worship translate in the original Greek, like I said, is pronoskio. Translated by the English letters according to the Taya Greek lexicon. The definition of worship is by kneeling or prostration to do homage to a God of homage. Whether it is order to express or to respect or with supplication to a mighty God. And so when we are offering up our worship, we must offer it up with much supplication, supplication and reverence. We will be with me with offering up like there is nobody else in the church or in the seat but you are. When you come to church, nobody has to egg you for worship. You got to give him your first worship. He wants to hear you open your mouth and adore him. God, you're awesome. You're a mighty God. I thank you for what you've done for me. You've done so much for me. I cannot even explain it. But today, we don't hear no 
happen. You go to churches and the worship service is going on and people are sitting. Disrespect for who they're serving. And so now you must understand that uh, the Greek lexicon, the definition of worship, like I said, is prostrating to do homage to God. Uh, whether, whether it is order of expression to make a supplication known to God, whatever expression. And that's in the New Testament. In the Old Testament, worship is in the Hebrew translated susha, according to be in the English lexicon, worship means, hallelujah, hallelujah, to bow down and prostrate oneself before a monarch or a superior homage to a mighty God. And so when you look the meaning of the New and the Old Testament, they both means the same. And so worshiping God does not change. He needs you to worship him. Paul and Silas, people of God, hallelujah, understand worship. They understand that they were in warfare. They understand that they were among the wolves and the ungodly. They understand that it's going to cost them something to continue praising God. But I want you to know this evening, while they were sitting there, at their knees clamped with one another, because in those prisons at that time, they bowed you to the concrete. Your arms and your knees and your foot are bolted to the concrete. You don't get to walk around. You sit in a cramping position. But these two men of God understand what it would take to bring them out. They understand that they're in the dungeons of dungeons. You see, they were in the deeper part of the prison, way down to the bottom. And I could imagine as they begin to sing, the Bible said as they begin to worship and praise God, then suddenly there was an earthquake. When you are worshiping and praising God, suddenly things happen. Suddenly miracles. Suddenly deliverance. Suddenly salvation. Suddenly things begin to change. But if you keep quiet and praise only your breath, there will no baby be no deliverance. We need deliverance. Where are the worshipers? We need worshipers. Hear me. We need the song to rumble in such a place as now. In this prayer clinic, prayer has been going up. Oh God, but we need a sound. We need a sound to cast in 2021. We need our members and those who are involved in us when they come to worship. The open their mouth and shout till people can't even hear them no more. Shout! Hallelujah! You must understand worship is a form of warfare. And the enemy hates worship because worship silences the voice of the enemy. You see, the enemy lives in an atmosphere where we see the enemy lives in the atmosphere. And as we worship, hallelujah, the atmosphere begins to change towards favoring us. It won't change until we come together. And when you come in here on a Friday, it's a dead place. But when we begin to pray and we begin to come together, you can feel the presence of God begin to usher in. Why? Because our mouths are engaged. Our mind, our will, and our emotions are engaged. Our soul is engaging as the soul begins to engage. The presence of the Lord will fill the temple. It is time that we will stop listening to mediocrity. Don't give God no more 
hear me. Even though we cannot see anything. We cannot see sometimes God is working. But just as light is over the power of darkness, worship over the worship, worship is powerful over the harassment of the devil. The devil harasses people. And so the reason you don't feel his harassment, most people don't feel it, is because it's, it's how much is it's because of your intimacy with God. If you were very intimate with God, I tell you, you will feel the harassment of the enemy. Because the enemies are loose on the earth. The devils are loose. And so as you pursue God, as you pursue him in your destiny and your desires to get closer, you will feel the bombardment of the enemy. Because it's the enemy's plan to evict you, inflict you and I, so we will not go forward. And so we must understand uh, when our backs are against the wall, when our bank books are trying up, uh, when we don't see an end uh, to the foolishness uh, in this nation and the world, uh, it is worship uh, and the church need. Uh, in order for the glory to fall, uh, it is worship. Uh, we have to rise up and tell him, uh, Lord, you almighty king, uh, you are the God that brought me out uh, when I didn't even want to come out. Uh, you are the God that placed my feet on solid ground. We gotta open our mouth and say it in our grocery stores, on our job, in the bank. We cannot no, no longer be silent. Hallelujah! I'm not gonna get to all of it. Worship breaks the power of the enemy from all for you. Worship physically tear down the walls of the enemy. You must know this. In Second Chronicles 20, Jehoshaphat praised God and appointed singers to sing to the Lord and praise him as they went out, hallelujah, before the army. When they began to worship God, uh, God sent an ambush against the enemy uh, and they destroy each other. Read it when you go home, Second, um, Second Chronicles chapter 20. In Second Kings 3, uh, Elisha called for a harp to play uh, and as a result, the power of God came uh, upon him uh, to prophesy. Uh, for Samuel 16, uh, David Harper uh, smooth the tormenting spirit uh, that plagued Saul. Uh, in Joshua 6, uh, in the battle of Jericho, uh, God was uh, God uses the sound uh, of the trumpet and shouting, uh, which the walls of Credit Wall crumble all the way down. Uh, it is the sound that we need uh, in order for things to be shaped. Uh, it's the sound uh, that we need uh, in order for God to intervene. Uh, it's a song uh, that we need and many Christians do not have the song. I want you to know it's not just your time that bring you over. It is your song. It is your ability to worship. It is your ability to carry the sound wherever you go. You see the enemy hate sound. When you play in your music, that's how you know. You can feel the presence of the devil. He doesn't want you to continue to worship. And you must understand that's when you continue to worship. People of God, in order to advance, we have to go to battle. In order to advance in the kingdom, in order to advance to gain ground, 
against the enemy, you got to go to battle. In order, hallelujah, to battle, we need weapons. This is why in 2 Corinthians 10, 14 states, the weapons of a warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Your weapons are not carnal, and this time the weapon that you need is a sound. You need your voice, or your worship, your praise, to exuberate this place, right in your house, wherever you are. You see, our most important weapon in our journey to heaven must be critical must be a critical factor in that that we keep our worship pure and honest. Yeah. Amen? We gotta keep our worship pure and honest. We must always worship our Lord simply because uh, he is worthy to be praised. Also, when we are in a battle, our instrument and voices are in the place, uh, hallelujah, of conditional praise. Uh, we must praise him uh, unconditionally. Uh, we must set up a praise uh, and praise him unconditionally. Uh, we must not worry uh, who's on the left or the right of us. Uh, we must praise him. Uh, this Hebrew word in the Old Testament uh, for worship uh, is used 71 times. Uh, hallelujah. And in the New Testament 26 times. Uh, the book of Revelation also alone, alone. The book of Revelation alone uh, talks about worship 21 times. Uh, as we look at Paul and Silas, uh, they understand that their circumstances did not change uh, the purpose uh, nor the power. Uh, 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 only the power of worship uh, would change uh, their circumstances. Uh, they understand uh, that they were in the devil dungeons of dungeons. Uh, and they know no one there, but they know an almighty God who was their great deliverer. And they know what they understand that they were in a war. They understand that they need power of the Spirit of God. And the Bible said, There comes the earthquake, and it shakes the prison gates. Hallelujah! And loose them out of their stocks. They were loose. As I could look at it, and I see the study, even some of the prisoners were loose and so of the jailer the jailer was afraid and he began I can't preach it all I gotta preach now and the jailer began hallelujah to wonder because in Romans when you are in charge of a prisoner and the escaper die you die and the jailer began to wonder where they were Paul and Silas says we are here and the Bible said he bring them out of the gate prisoner and he brought them to the Lord. He said, what must I do to be saved? And the Bible said, the jailer and his whole household must be saved. They got saved, people of God, because of the praise and the worship of God, of the men and the men of God, which caused the hand of God to move. What is your worship doing and your praise doing in such a time as now? You got to praise and worship so it will draw men on to you. The Bible said if I be lifted up from the earth, I will draw men. we got to understand we are in a time when the church has to have a sound. It's no more intellectual teaching. we got to teach the cross. It is the power of the cross that brings deliverance. The teaching of who Jesus is. You must understand we got to have 
They see the almost, they understand that they were in a terrible place. You must understand, let me read something what the one of the illusions said. Warren Weisberg, a Christian theologian, say worship is the believer response of all that they are. Their mind, their emotions, their will, their body to what God is and say and does. He said, and another one says, William Temple said, hallelujah. Or he also said that worship is a submission of all our nature to God. He also said it is the quickening of the conscience of the holiness. The nourishment of mind with this truth. Purifying of, Im of Im Im imagery by the beauty of God. The opening of the heart of his love. The surrender of will to his purpose. All of this, hallelujah, as we begin to worship happen, our mind begin to expand. Our souls and our emotions begin to crumble and submit to God. He takes over you as you begin to worship. But if you don't worship, you will not feel the presence or you will not see the miracles. We will have testimonies, yes, but not testimonies that is dynamic. I am looking for people because this is what God wants. He needs men and women. Hallelujah. That will stand up in the midst of a square, of a big nation and said, I command you all today to rise. I command you to live and the people will live. This is the form of worship that God needs. So worship is our chief remedy for the believer in all things. He wants all of us. He desires all of our omniscience. He deserves it all, people of God. Let me get to this part and then I'm going to close. Hallelujah. In, in, you must understand. In Psalms 22 2, it says, Oh my God, I cried in the daytime, but you hearest not. And in the night season, and I am not silent. This David said, I cried night and day, and I'm not silent. What David was saying here, I, I cried to everybody I know. I cried, uh, I keep telling them about who you are. I'm crying to them uh, about who you are. The Bible says there are six, uh, I mean, there are six Hebrews words for praise and worship. In my studies, it says there are seven Hebrew words for praise and worship. One, Halel means to boast foolishly, to make a show of it. Also, this word is the root of hallelujah. Hallel appears 96 times in the Old Testament. One lexicon defined Hallel this way, to show, to be clear, to be brilliant, to brightness of light, to make a show, to be foolish before him. The other, this, this other one said, imaging gathering that makes clear, means it's saying here, it makes it clear to you as you are laying, you know who the spotlight is on. So when you're worshiping, the spotlight is on God. Hallelujah. That's what they're saying here. When you worship, the spotlight is on God. And then there's another one called Yada. It is a verb with the root meaning. The extended hands. And you extend your hand 
to throw out their hands to worship with extended hands. Yeah, though. Psalm 64 says, Thus I will bless thee while I live. I will yada lift my hands in thy name. Then the other one called Tauda come from the same principal root word as yada. Means to extend your hands in adoration for blessings yet not receive. So this is a form of worship. When you're worshiping him, you're worshiping for things that you want that you didn't receive yet. Psalms 50, 14, I'm almost done. It says, offer unto God thanksgiving and pay the vow unto the most high God. It defines as a choir offering thanksgiving and praise collectively. Hallelujah. And then you you must understand, people of God, Shabbat, Shabbat God. And here they say, we got to Shabbat God. It means to address in a loud tone, to command, to triumph, to explain glory, to shout, hallelujah. Psalms 47, 10, to clap your hands, all people. Shout Shabbat with a voice of triumph, hallelujah. Shabbat, hallelujah. And from Psalms 145, 4 says, one generation shall praise and shabak you ah the word to another to declare their mighty acts you must shout and declare who he is and the other one number five says baraka it means to kneel down to bless god as an act of adoration when used in the scripture it, it implies to receive a blessing from the lord hallelujah gotta understand it's time for me to shabak him and then the other one number six called Zimar means to touch or pluck the strings of an instrument to sing to praise a musical word a joyful expression of music hallelujah David said in Psalms 150 says awake awake my glory awake harp and Larry I will awaken at dawn and the other one number seven says Cecilia derived from the word hala simply means to sing aloud God is enthroned in his praises. I want you to know I'm about to close right now. As you halal God and you barack him and shabak him, no good thing will even hold from you as believers. It is not time to sit and be quiet. It is time to open your mouth and shout. Leave here this place. Take determined in your heart that you want to shout wherever you are. No more silent because of world is implying that they are greater than you as we remain silent. We got to push and praise God. Give him some praise. Amen. Give him the glory, the praise, and the honor. Hallelujah. Amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah. Bless yes, the name God. of Jesus. Praise you, God. We bless you this evening.